The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terrier. Welcome to OAA Now here on Sammy Terrier, blog of the Dragons Insider, blog of Inside the OAA. I'm one of the hosts, Queen Timmins, on Oriented Television. Like to welcome those watching on the local voice, hearing on the local voice on SoundCloud, and those watching on Orient Neighborhood Television. We got Ian here this week. Hey man, what a crazy weekend of football! Week three, crazy, just insane. We but had, that's what makes it fun, right? We had Southfield Arts and Tech had to um had to cancel out because of the um coronavirus. Yeah. And then um, so Lake Orion had to pick up an opponent in UD Jesuit, and yeah, that it, being a very tough game. The it, it, an was. interesting game too. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. I know. We were talking before we went on the air, mm-hmm. and you're going to talk about some of the issues that Lake Orion has. Yep, and along with other teams and Along with well. other teams, because there were some surprise uh, either wins or losses or yeah. performances that we need to talk about. Yes, we do. Especially the big game. Yeah, Like the marquee West game. West Clarkston. And as West Bloomfield and Clarkston, is that worthy of playing week eight instead ah. of playing week eight? You know, instead of Lake Orion and Clarkston. Yeah, so, yeah. That's I think is I think you know we're gonna answer has, that it, question. Has that turned into the marquee game? Yeah, I think it has. Um, but let's look at the scores first. Yeah, so uh, something we did last year for basketball, right? For basketball, and now we're bringing it back. We're talking. Hey, there's enough going on that people need to know uh, what's happening. So here we go. Uh, we, we're bringing back the uh, score. So Sammy types up the, the goodies, and I'll be the victim. Yeah, you're uh, the reading. Victim. <laughs> All right, let's hit it. That's good music. I know. I, uh, we updated the tunes. All right, so here we are. The updated scores for week three of the OAA football schedule. Uh, we knew that uh, Ferndale was going to have their hands full with Allen Park. We had no idea it was going to be the blowout it was. Allen Park rolls for Ferndale 49-8. to That was at Allen Park and poor Eagles. Yeah, they got smoked. Um, and the surprise upstart of the year, Rochester. Bloomfield Hills, interesting matchup. We both said it would be a tight game, but mm-hmm. it turned out to be not a tight game. Rochester takes it 42-20 to over Bloomfield Hills. Rochester is now 3-0 for the first time since 1993. Yep. Does anybody remember 1993? Well, you know, it is what it is. How old were you in 93? Um, six. <laughs> That's a long time ago. I was a senior in college, let's say that. Uh Bobby, uh, was it, uh, Croner had five catches for 181 yards and two touchdowns. Alex Bueno, eight for 12 on the 192 and two scores. Ty uh, Slazinski. Tanner Slazinski. Man, these names. Uh, three touchdown passes for Bloomfield Hills. So a solid QB, but not enough. 42 to 20. They yeah, roll. They, they got a tough one looming. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that one too, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Royal Oak. Over Pontiac. We were hoping to be a little closer. 43-0. Ouch. Yeah, Jenkins had two touchdown runs. Uh, Moser had 43-yard touchdown round for Royal Oak. Uh, Troy Athens, 21 over Avondale, 13. The struggles for Avondale continue. Uh, Troy Athens, it's about what we expected. It was a close game. I'm very game. disappointed with Avondale, though. I mean, with their start. I mean, just dis- disappointed. But they're putting some points on, and it yeah, was a little – it wasn't a blowout, so that's no. a progress, right? Mm-hmm, that's progress. Athens uh, had lost both of their games by a combined of 13 points, so they tightened up and got a W. Uh, Vincent had two D- TD runs uh, for Troy Anthony. Yeah, Trey Vincent. And uh, was it De- 
Bofuri? Yeah, the Bofuri, yeah. Yeah, he had 32-yard TD score for uh, uh, Avondale. Avondale. All right, Berkeley. Troy. Troy comes back down to earth in yep. week three. Uh, Berkeley, 26-0. The shutout on Troy. The scoring uh, woes uh, begin again, or do you think this is just a one-off? I think it may be a one-off. All right. Dom Zelinski, 60-yard TD run. Um, Liam Saris had two TD scores, including a 52-yarder um, for Berkeley. So Berkeley gets one in the win column. Groves in North Farmington. Interesting matchup. That was a good game. 36 for Groves. North Farmington, 26. Um, surprised at the outcome. Uh, a little bit because um, North Farmington sitting at one and two now. I mean, just... You know, and um, they're struggling. Yeah, I thought uh, they don't have a lot of depth, which that really hurts them. Coach John Hurstein's team. They don't thought really that have might a lot have been depth. a tighter game. Uh, Jack Woods, eleven for fifteen for one ninety-seven, which is a nice outing. He got hurt in that fourth and quarter. Two TD passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, did he have eight carries for fifty-four yards as well in a TD? Yep. Wow. For Groves, uh, Groves defense forced three turnovers. If you have three turnovers, it's hard to win. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Justin uh, Whitehorn, two rushing touchdowns, including a 52-yard score for North Farmington. Seaholm 20 over Adams 17. What a tight matchup that was. Battle of the Bears. Well, it was yeah. a heck. That game was a heck of a game. Seaholm snaps an eight-game losing streak to uh, Adams. Uh, Will McBride had a winning TD score in the fourth quarter. Parker Pico, uh, two uh, rushing touchdowns for uh, Rochester Adams. I'm disturbed that they're moved, they moved Pico to quarterback. Oh, yeah? A little disturbed. Think it's a good fit? No, I don't think it is. All right. Um, the blowout of the week. Stony Creek, 55 over Farmington, zero. You know, Nick Merlo said this to me on email. It was a, they honor their commitment for a cure game. You know they wore oh, yeah, yeah. they wore American yep. flags on their uniforms. Uh, those jerseys were killer. Oh my god, they looked really nice. They should wear those the rest of the year. <laughs> and uh, uh, was it uh, Eckhout had two uh, passing touchdowns? Cam Buford rushing uh, touchdown for uh, Stony Creek, and uh, were playing uh, the commitment for a cause game as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So Stony Creek continues yeah. to roll. I Big one this week. Uh, well, they couldn't. Farmington could not stop Stony Creek. Farmington is not the same team they were last year. All right, the uh, the game, the matchup game of the week, um, so big in fact that it was on Fox Sports Detroit live as it happened. And boy, did they put all the trimmings on, man! They had studio commentary, they had pregame, they had halftime. It was quite a presentation on Fox Sports. It was quite a presentation. And I think the game warranted that kind of attention. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clarkston came out on top. If you didn't watch this one, 24-21 over West Bloomfield in overtime. Uh, came down to a field goal. 31-yard field goal. Crazy. Clarkston overcame a 21-7 deficit. And uh, Rusnak, game-winning, is that how you say? Yeah. Stephen Rusnak had yeah. a game-winning 31-yard field goal. Ethan Clark, 115 yards and a score. Can't understate how uh, or overstate how well that guy played in that I've game. I've seen this guy playing youth. He's very good. He's a sophomore. Yep. And getting better and better. So uh, Mike DePillo, the quarterback for Clarkson, had 101 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Uh, Max Harrison had an 80-yard TD catch. Uh, Donovan Edwards had one-yard TD run. Superman, remember and, that? Yes, I saw that. 
Uh, Dylan Tatum, eight-yard TD uh, run as well. Alex uh, Short, 16 for 23, 180 yards, and a TD pass for West Bloomfield. Now, Short, I liked uh, – he was he throws a nice little ball there, doesn't he? He does. Um, and we're going to talk about that game as we get going. Oxford, in an interesting matchup, uh, Oak Park uh, came into uh, the Wildcats' uh, house, and Oxford dropped them in the tight one, 14 to 13. Oxford uh, trailed 13-0 late into the first half, forced three turnovers. Again, mm-hmm. the turnover bug for these teams um, ended up costing them the game. Brady uh, Carpenter had winning a 32-yard run with the two-point conversion pass to Trent Brown. Oak Park had a chance to win the game, but dropped a pass in the end zone on fourth down. And Lake Orion, like you mentioned at the outset, uh, they were supposed to play uh, Southfield. Southfield A&T, came down with the COVID bug and canceled the JV and varsity games for that day, and Dragons were scrambling to find an opponent, and UAD came up, uh, said, come on down to our house. Tough matchup, but the Dragons squeak out a winner 7-6. to six. Uh, 99 yard drive. On a 99 yard drive in the third quarter. And had it held up late. And it did. It's that defense for Lake Orion. We're going to chat about that too because it it stood tall in that matchup. A missed field goal late by UAD. Or, excuse me, extra point gave LODW. And that's the scoring roundup for week three here on the OAA Now podcast. All right, lot to uh, un- lot to digest, lot to unpack there. I think. Where do you want to start first, dude? Let's look at the game. You know, let's look at West, West Bloomfield Clarkson. Clarkson. All right. Um, I think this rivalry should be played week eight because of the fact that you know that West Bloomfield and Clarkson they've had a ton of close battles, ton of close games. Yeah. Um, and I think you know that. These two teams have, you know, they've earned the right to play each other week eight. I mean, like, it has become the rivalry. People say, you know, why not you look at Lake Orion and Clarkston? You yeah. know, I think Lake Orion and Oxford is a more could be played week eight yeah. than Lake Orion and Clarkston. Yeah. I really think that, you know, that would be. That would be awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> if Lake Orion Oxford played week eight and Lake or in um in um, West Bloomfield Clarkson played week eight, that would be a perfect, perfect setting. Yeah, it, it's the funny thing about ch- picking who's your rival or not. I mean, geographically, but it's a historical setup, right? I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's absolutely it's a lot of years, decades, even a lot of years that set these up a lot of years and. Uh, when we were talking, you know, doing the pre-show, talking about this topic, um, my thing is Lake Orion and Clarkson have have been rivals but over Clarkson's the last one. I know, and it's almost like that Michigan Ohio State rivalry. One sure. one takes one out most of the time. Is it still a rivalry? But did, don't you think the Oxford Lake Orion rivalry t- rivalry took a hit when Oxford left for the Flint Metro? Well, and the, and Oxford str- was never in the OAA before they came. They were never? That. No. I mean, they were in the, remember. The, I thought they were OAA. They were not. Okay, um, well, that changes it. That but changes it. But <laughs> it's just, but I think, you know, Oxford looks at Lake Orion as the rival. You know? That's how Oxford sees it. That's yeah. how Oxford sees it. And I think Lake Orion does too, right? I mean. Yeah, Lake Orion does too. I mean, like. But, I mean, you're you sharing know. a border that is so close. The schools are so close but to each other. But then you wonder, of course, you know, when you look at playing Clarkson, you know what I mean? Like, um, 
you look at, of course, West Bloomfield. Now, West Bloomfield yeah. has gotten very good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, ever since Coach Bellamy got there. And you look at Clarkston now. You know, I really believe that this has become the rivalry, West Bloomfield and Clarkston. Because bottom line is, you know, you know, of course, when you look at statistical standpoints, you know what I mean? This should be played week eight. Okay. This should be played. And at the end of the day, you know what I mean? I think I think if the scheduling makers next year, um, <laughs> I think you need to seriously look at possibly a Lake Orion Oxford week eight and a Clarkston West Bloomfield week eight. I think that'll be really, really interesting. But don't isn't it fun having like Oxford right up front at the beginning of the season? I mean, we've seen it the last couple I mean, we've we, we've it is we've skipped a couple weeks there, but is, we've but led the season off with is, them. It is, but I, I think mean that like, generates a huge interest in the football season, it does, doesn't it? It does, you know. But I I think Lake Orion Oxford, you know, it would be a really good rivalry. Clarkson West Bloomfield, you yeah. know, you look at what that game did. It proved to people, you know what I mean, a marquee matchup on Fox Sports Detroit. You huge, know what I mean? yeah. You know that basically tells you where these two programs are at yeah, right now. It could, and you know. See, I, I don't know the, the, the deep history of Oxford Lake Orion because I'm a transplant in. Mm-hmm. But if uh, with Oxford not playing Lake Orion for a number of years, right, we had the double O trophy. Right. I mean, it was sitting in a closet somewhere right. forever. Right. Right. And then it came back. So I think that hurt it in a way. It's like. Yeah, but it's now back better than ever. It looks like that rivalry. Well, it's kind of leaning one way again. Well, but we'll see with we'll the new see. coach. But uh, let's get back to Clarkson West Bloomfield. Yes. So um, Clarkson West Bloomfield, the game. It was an interesting game. It was, it had a little bit of everything. Um, I'm not, I don't know if I would consider it a classic. Would you consider it a classic? You know, not really. I've seen a lot of other classics between those two teams. Yeah. Um, but I was surprised a couple things. You know, on Clarkson's side, they didn't use. Blake Hosen. They didn't even use him. I was really surprised about that. They really went to that zone read um, with um, DePillow and um, Ethan Clark. Yeah. Um, used Spindler and Dillinger. Um, that tells you Boy, how did much they those lean on two, those two guys. That tells you how much that um, those two guys can control a game. Oh, yeah. Now, let's remember, if one of those two guys gets hurt, Clarkson's got some problems. And uh, um, weren't they both playing? They're playing both ways both as ways, well. Yeah. You know, and I think that makes a much. I remember that conversation we had with Kurt Richardson. Yeah. Um, that they were going to lean heavily on those two guys. I Clarkson's secondary and linebackers, that's still a big problem spot for <laughs> yes. them. That is still a big problem. Even though Caleb Stallworth got a pick early on that game in the first quarter, that still is a problem spot. You look at Alex Short. I mean, like, he scored when he threw that 80-yard touchdown pass yeah. to um, Tatum. I mean, like. And they Yikes. had another called back. Yeah, they had another one called back. So Clarkson's defense still has some problems, particularly yeah. in that secondary and um, linebacker. And we saw West Bloomfield's receivers had size mm-hmm. over those uh, corners and defensive backs. I mean, Clarkson's not a big team. I mean, like when you look at them. Um, Size-wise. Size-wise. Yeah. They're not a big team. I mean, but, you know, when you look at the Wolves, I mean, they found a way. You know what I mean? And they always do. They and always believe like they're like an underdog mentality, but <laughs> I, I don't buy that at all. Well, I would say going into this game, they were the underdog. Yeah, I, yeah, West Bloomfield was the clear favorite. That was yeah, right? that was clear. 
they had the clear favorite. Um, West Bloomfield's quarterback. What are we saying Alex about Short, him? Yeah. yeah. Um, he's a senior, but it's his first year on varsity mm-hmm. starting. And I think the I, was, the, I think the bright lights maybe got to him early, but he did settle in. But West Bloomfield proved to us they're not a one man team. You know, everybody looks no, at Donovan no. Edwards and like, you oh know, yeah, yeah. You well, know, we knew that going we in. We knew that going yeah. in. But I was really impressed with them, the running back. I think his name was Micah Michaela, I believe. Uh, they're uh, the big guy. The big guy. I was the really, short guy. I was shocked they didn't go to him most, mostly in that third quarter. I was really surprised they didn't go to him. And Edwards seemed to be more the receiver. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it seemed like they were doing screens and uh, picking mm-hmm. on the edges. All right. And, which, which I'll give Clarkson credit for. The linebackers did a good job of covering him and bringing him down. Yes, he got some yardage. He got his yardage and uh, after the catches. Right. But he didn't bust him for 80. No. He didn't bust him for 70. And no. the one time he did, he it did was called, called back. back. So credit to the defense of bending but not breaking for uh, Clarkson. But you got to, you know, this goes back to um, the experience level of Richards. I mean, the guy's a legend. The guy, he knows how to adjust mid-game. And what did they, what did they do? They, they made adjustments at halftime. West Bloomfield didn't score in the second half. No, and methodically controlled that clock, moved the ball, and just chipped away at that lead, chipped away at the lead. And after a while, you have, wouldn't you agree that uh, West Bloomfield starts going, we're not doing a whole heck of a lot here. We're moving the ball, but we fatigued. can't score. Their defense was f- absolutely fatigued in that game. They were, And that's a concern for Bellamy. You know what I mean? That's a huge concern for Bellamy. That defense looked fatigued, and when you look at the problem that if if it comes down to a game of attrition, yeah. West Bloomfield could be in some trouble. Yeah, and I mean we saw how explosive they can be, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think they were as sharp as Coach Bellamy thought they would be for this game. We mm-hmm. saw some the early mistakes were huge. It showed. I mean, it ultimately really tightened up that game where you. You know, uh, Clarkston came out to that early lead on the turnover. But what were the first three plays from scrimmage for West Bloomfield? It was a, a legal motion legal or formation. They had a formation, and yep. then they had a they had a fall. They, they had a couple they had false a, starts, yeah. and then they had an interception. It was very and a, unusual. And a short field for Clarkston. Very unusual. Now Clarkston right now is three and zero. Controls their destiny. West Bloomfield, I think they're fine. I really I think, think so too. They're going to be fine. Yes. Um, I wouldn't press the panic button yet. On no. This. No, I wouldn't press it at all. No, um, they're two. It, it was one of those games where you saw the two different styles completely. Clash. Yes, and, but you also saw like West Bloomfield was just just short of breaking so many plays open, mm-hmm. right? And it was just it just didn't happen. I mean, Clarkson's you know? defense, Clarkson's secondary, and um, their deep in their linebacking core. That's still a problem spot for them. It is. That is. Were uh, you surprised at uh, how they used Edwards? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I thought if he used more at the running back spot, but they used him more at receiver. Yeah. Um, just surprised. Yeah, he's a he's impressive. I mean, he, he is. is as good as advertised. He's really good and so fast. I mean, he doesn't look like he's trucking along, but we we saw him just blow by some of those guys, and um, it, right. it, it, he's a. He's fun to watch. If you haven't watched uh, him in action, please oh find some uh, uh, community access game replays and check him out. He's amazing. I'm really impressed with Rochester's 3-0 start. I mean, first hey. time since 1993. I really think that move down to the Blues helped this program. 
Yes. Um, despite beating Bloomfield Hills 42 to 20. Still struggling. Um, even Alex moving Blano, down. Yeah, Alex Blano looks like more, he looks more comfortable. Bobby Croner looks more comfortable. That's a team that's up to a 3 0 start. Yeah. That is surprising, you know, considering where they've been. <laughs> Absolutely. And it looks like it's legit. They're right? legit. Yeah. You're worried. You know, you, you said, well, uh, Bloomfield Hills came down from the red, correct? Right. And, uh, you know, they, everybody knows their struggles in the red. Right. And um, coming against Rochester, and you're like, well, this is a quality opponent. They match up okay. And what are they going to do? And what did Rochester do? They <clears throat> slapped throat> them around. Slapped them around. I think, you know, people look at Rochester, the city of Rochester. There's three very good football teams in that town. <laughs> I mean, you got one on Tinkin Road and Sheldon Road that's going completely nuts right now. Um, and then you have one that's even a one and two, but they've lost their last two games by a combined on four points. It's it's one of those seasons you're going, you know they're better than that. Or and then, the record does not yeah, indicate. And then, the, and then the one on Livernois and um, Livernois and Walton Boulevard <laughs> is 3-0 and for the first time since 1993. So... Yeah. Something's going on over there. In, yeah, that's a lot that of town. fun. And who is Rochester playing next? That's the key. Royal Oak. Yeah, they'll be 4 0. Don't right? worry about it's, it. It's right. It's it's mm-hmm. a lining up to a kind of a interesting seat. Not, I shouldn't say interesting. I won't say magical either, but a very encouraging Rochester season. Rochester controls their own destiny in the blue, though. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, like, you know, when you look at and of course the other team that controls their own destiny in the blue is Berkeley. Berkeley is three and for the first time since two thousand sixteen. And they came off to a 26 nothing win against um, Troy. Um, now their <laughs> schedule is absolutely ridiculous to close out. They have Troy Athens this week. Ouch. They have to they ho- host Bloomfield Hills, and then they host Rochester. Ooh. Isn't that lovely? Do you we'll th- know a lot about the Bears. Yeah, Berkeley and, and with the, the Falcons, you're like, could they run the table? I think that I think Rochester could. I don't know about Berkeley. I yeah. mean, they've got. I mean, like Berkeley. I mean, Athens is a tough. They're a tough team. Yeah. I mean, they've lost two of their. They lost two games by combined thirteen points. I mean, you know. Yeah, we see te- a lot of teams over the years. Mm-hmm. Teams that are doing that, like very tight games, mm-hmm. right? Are dangerous teams, even though the record might read a certain way. Athens is very dangerous. Dangerous teams. Athens is very dangerous. Um, Ferndale's really disappointed with. Yes, Allen Park is a very good team. <laughs> I know you know a lot about the Jaguars. Yeah. Um, Allen Park. Hi, Allen Park. Right, I was right, shocked right. how – I was disappointed <laughs> how Ferndale played in that game against Allen Park. I thought they'd play a little bit better yeah. than they showed. Um, Avenue off to an 0-3 start. I mean, like, that's surprising to me, especially with all that experience. All the talk about David Hallman, um, all the talk about um, that team. I mean, they've been competitive, but they yeah. just have not finished. They just can't. They can't There's finish. Just that hump. They just can't get over. I don't know. They, they can't finish. Yeah. But right now, when I look at the blue right now, I still think Berke- Berkeley and Rochester are the two teams to catch right now. And, and that Rod- Troy Ferndale game just got <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it did, didn't it? Yeah. Can I- Can Troy bounce back to the? Uh- what do they say? Did Cinderella turn back into a pumpkin? Or <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I mean? I think it did. Uh, they were scoring some points. They were you know, showed mm-hmm. improvement. Uh, I think it did, to be honest with you. Berkeley really exposed them in that game. Yeah. Um, really impressive Berkeley's defense. Sean Shields has done a wonderful job getting that team back. Now, Berkeley-Athens, that's got storylines. Because mm-hmm. Billy, it's Billy Keenest's 
you coached at Berkeley for one season before going over to back to Athens. We'll talk about that later on. Um, let's look at, of course, we talked about Stony Creek's, um, yeah. Dude, uh, I yeah. wish I had the sound effect of a freight train. I wish I had a shield that said <laughs> armor up on there. I wish I had a shield oh, that man. said armor it, up on there. The I wish I had a freight train because that's what they are right now. They're a machine right now. The the, the train is they in are a machine top right gear now. cruising and anything that gets in their way, watch out. And they still I mean like that team is scary. They're having a good time. They're having a good time. We've seen this team. They're starting to get state attention now. Um, you can't pack on the points like that week after week and not be noticed. Yeah. And now they're going to have a tough game looming this week with Adams. I mean, like, yes, that should be very interesting. A lot of storylines in that game. Yeah. Crosstown uh, rival. rival. Never won at Adams. Only won really? once, in their, once in their existence. Wow. So that ought to be really interesting. Uh, it's too bad that won't be covered. That's that that is that's my intriguing game of the week. I that think. is Stony Creek right? and Ad Adams. Yeah. If uh, if Stony Creek drops a bomb on Adams, what do you think? If they drop, if they blow them out, that team is for real. Do I think that's going to happen? Probably not because of how Adams runs severe. Um, but we'll see. That's, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that one. Yeah. But North Farmington's got some issues. Oh, boy. Um, that's a big problem for that team. Um, 36 points. Yeah, on, Groves, that's very 36. Unusual. North Farmington, 26. Yeah. Groves found a quarterback in Jake Woods. Um, yeah, they did. 197. Seahome looks like they're back on track. Um, it was a tight one, though. Yeah, Seahome looks like they're back on track. I mean... Since that um, disaster against Stony Creek, now I'm curious. This will be the first road game looming. I mean, Seahome experience it matters. It really matters. Yeah. I mean, and then of course, um, and then of course we go into the red. Of course, um, I want to talk this Oak Park Oxford game. <laughs> I mean, this was just it. It was odd. I mean, watching odd. Oak Park looked like the team they were supposed to be. When they took a thirteen nothing lead, yes, um, they had everything rolling, and then the turnovers hit, and then Oxford just crept away, crept away. They didn't give Oak Park the ball in the third quarter at all. None, not at all. Oxford had the ball for twelve for about, I believe, thirteen minutes and fifteen seconds, which resulted in a touchdown. Wow. Isn't that time that, possession, Bud Riley, old, old school Bud Riley football? Yes. And with uh, Coach Line, right? Yeah. You have somebody who can do both. He came from both, like the, the modern pro set and the old pile on the rock. Pile on the rock. And um, I mean, we saw at Oak Park against the run having struggles, uh, especially against Lake Orion. Like Gorian gashed him pretty good, just kind of moved the ball up and down the field on the ground. Oxford this methodically. Yes, but a 13-minute drive is insane. That's rough on an offense. And Oak Park had a chance to win that game. <laughs> had not did. been for a drop pass in the end zone. Yeah. Had not been for a drop pass in the end zone. Oak Park wins that game at Oxford. 
And you said three turnovers. Yeah. I think they had, what, two against Lake Orion the previous week? Mm-hmm. Right? So turnover bug, potentially, not keeping uh, care of the ball. But uh, to have a chance to win it at the end, and I mean, that that's hard. You know, it, it's it, just tough. Your coach, Greg Carter, you know what I mean? It's hard. This is really, you're 0-3, need a win. You need a win just for their competence sakes. Yes. Um. The problem that I have with Oak Park is there's times that they take, they have relapses. And I think kind of in that Oxford game, they kind of had a little bit of relapse, especially especially not being physical enough up front. Yeah. That yeah. explains why they're getting gashed up front. Yeah, and you can't, we have to, again, mention the turnovers. You get three on the road. Anybody, it's hard for anybody to win when you get three on the road. Oak Park's had really difficult two weeks having to go to Lake Orion, <laughs> having to go to Oxford, and that's not mentioned playing West Bloomfield. Yeah, it's true. When I saw the uh, the score, 13-0 at one point, right? Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, maybe this I'm is... I'm going like, what? Wait, oh, it, boy. Uh, yeah, me too. And when that score line never changed from 13... You're going, okay, uh, something happened, and then you see the final. And there wasn't a lot of traffic uh, on Twitter, if you guys don't know. I mean, there's a lot of great reporting going on out there, a lot of people giving updates. It's a lot of fun. You Mm -hmm. pop on Twitter, and you see the OAA in action in text, and you're like, ooh, you know, watching the game. Uh, But to see that, that scoreline never changed. It never changed. That was surprising, going, ooh, they're still hanging on. And then chipped it away. They came back, chipped away. I mean, just... They found a way. Yeah. Now Oxford sits at um two and one, going the swamp, um, um, and then um, it will be very interesting there. Yeah. Um, well, there's going to be a very angry team that they're going to meet down there, don't you think? Bunch of crocodiles down. Yeah. There. <laughs> the, um, the teeth are sharp, and they're uh mm-hmm. they're going to be upset. Yeah. And then let's look at Lake Orion UD Jesuit. Yeah, it's one of those games that um, we thought we weren't going to have one. I mean, it just this is the nature of what we're in, right? COVID nineteen floating around. You got to give credit to Lake Orion Athletic Director Chris Bell from finding to pull a game. that off. Pull this off and span it thirty minutes. That's insane. Is that what it was? Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Crazy. And Do you know if uh, U of D had a buy or why did they had to open? Had an and opening? our father Gabriel Rashard dropped out because of. Um, they didn't have the numbers, um, so um, so I guess what happened was, and I'm reading an article from Nick McKay on this, yeah. but I guess um, I guess um, Coach Bell called um, he called um, the Catholic League athletic directors um, and said UD Jesuit, and they said UD Jesuit was looking for a game, and then like Coach Bell called them and they got it set up in a span of 30 minutes. That you know, and that is a perfect example of the the tight knit. Sports community. Sure. Right? The ADs, knowing each other, having good relationships. They go, hey, man, let's do a game if you got an opening. Um, and working very hard. Lake Orion was desperate to find one. Yes, but also working hard for those kids. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, you know, and I think that's huge to say the least. You know, that's huge to say the least. Now, to the game, <laughs> Lake Orion took out their starting, UD Jesuit starting quarterback, Nate Brown. He got hurt in that game. So What? UD Jesuit went to a backup quarterback. And oh. Well, that changes the scope of the storyline, doesn't it? It does change the scope of the storyline. I, I did not line. hear that. Um, but 
Lake Orion's offense was they looked conservative, looked vanilla. I mean, it it was the fact that this team turned the ball over three times. This is a cause, maybe a cause of alarm when you look at this team. What do you say about turnovers? On the road. On the road. It can kill you. It can kill you. They got lucky. They got lucky. (laughs) In in multiple ways. Yeah, Lake Orion got lucky in multiple ways. What helps this team is you have a very good defense. You know, this defense basically kept the Cubs off the scoreboard for most of the game. Now, when they scored, their touch when they scored, yeah, they were given a short field. So, but what helped was they missed the extra point. This team, <laughs> Lake Orion, found nearly that team was lucky to win that game oh, down yeah. at UAD Jaguars. Yeah. Lucky and less than twenty four hours to prepare mm-hmm. for a very good team. That's hard to do. Yeah, absolutely. And to have, I see that just kind of blew my mind when you said the starting quarterback went out for uh, UAD. Yep. And, you know, that's one of those, you can't prepare for that sort of thing. No. Starting quarterback stays in. This is a completely different ballgame. This defense, this defense played really well. Last two games against Oak Park and, oh, yeah. um, and UAD Jesuit, 12 points allowed. Yes. That's very good. Yes. That is very good. The offense, they've got to settle on a quarterback. They have to. What's the saying, Tammy? When you don't, when you have two or three quarterbacks, you don't have none. Correct. I mean, this offense has got some It's about problems. a rhythm. You got to get into a rhythm. They did not. They weren't in any rhythm. They had a lot of three and outs, and then they turned it over at least three times. You know, you can't, that can't happen. The only very good drive they had was a 99-yard drive. Which we can say very good. That's an excellent drive. Mm-hmm. And but that uh, was the only drive I felt. That but the ninety-nine team, yard drive was the scoring. That was the scoring drive. Right? And the late in the third, that was a scoring drive. And then you look at, of course, if this offense, they have to, they have to figure some things out offensively. And I know Coach John Blackstock has to figure this out offensively. Can they settle on a single quarterback? They have to. I mean, when you look at when you look at Lake Orion, I mean, like they, you have three very good quarterbacks. You have to settle on one. You got issues everywhere else. I mean, you got a good running game. The problem is, you know, when you get so predictable, that's every team's going to figure you out. And I think that's the problem with Lake Orion is is you got to be more balanced. And I yeah. think right now this team is not balanced. But we were talking about the passing game. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you, you can't, you can't be one dimensional, no. not in the red, not in the red. And because if you, you run up against a team that has that stout defensive line, what's the next game on the schedule at Clarkston, right? So, uh, you, you better find a way to do something different. You better find a way offensively to do something different. You can't rely on your defense to basically carry you. You can't be like a Utica Eisenhower type of team. You know, I have, have a the Utica Eisenhower, even though they're 0-3 right now. They have a very good defense, but offensively, they've, been, yeah. they, they've had their struggles. I mean, yeah. so when you look at when you look at Lake Orion, you know, they have got to figure some things up offensively. 
you know, they gotta be they gotta be better offensively. I mean, do you move some players in that defense to play offense? I mean, that's a big question. But they, I mean, like, but in that game against UD Jesuit, you know, yes, they're a good team, but they've got to figure some things out offensively for them to have a, um, to, um, because you can't be from 38 points one week <laughs> to only scoring seven the next week. Is, uh, but was UAD's defense a factor in there? I, I mean, they're we can't, good defense. Yeah. They're very they're right? tall. So, they're huge. I mean, like, I think that's a huge factor. Right. So, um, it was more of a management type of thing. Uh, the, the turnovers concern me. Yeah, because the, fumble, we, the three fumbles. That that's concerning. But if you, defenses that are quality cause fumbles, mm-hmm. you know, Lake Orion caused fumbles the week prior against yeah, are, Oak Park. Yeah, they, Lake Orion's defense is very very good. Right. You so know? you had two, especially at run defense. Yes, you got two decent defenses going against each other. Uh, an offense that's trying to for Lake Orion trying to find a starting QB. And then the starting QB for UAD goes out. So it's almost like a mirror of each other. And who's going to make the last mistake Yeah, and, in the way? And, right, and, and we and saw what happened. Saw what UAD happened. made the last mistake, yeah, missing, missing the extra, extra point. point. You know what I mean? But Lake Orion is lucky to be 2-0 right now. They are lucky to be 2-0 right now, the way they played in that game against UD Jesuit. So that's <laughs> that's been a hard And that's not to... considered – was. Uh, so since they played outside of the OAA when they were supposed to play in OAA, that's not team. considered a league win, no. Okay, but they are right now. They are right now looking at second place right now in the um, they're second right now in the red behind Clarkston. Um, let's look at the week four games. Uh yeah, some interesting matchups. Very interesting matchups. <laughs> um, we got first we got Birmingham Brother Rice taking on Bloomfield Hills. I mean, the Warriors are red hot right now. The way they're playing, um, just, you know, they beat they beat Orchard Lake St. Mary's, knocked off nobody, Detroit Catholic Central. I think they still got to play Warren DSL. Um, but this team's on playing on cloud nine right now, whereas yeah. Bluebia Hill just took their defense, literally got exposed last week, giving yes. a 42 to Rochester. Yeah. Um, Taking their lumps again. Th- and this was a game Bluebia Hill was supposed to go down to Ohio. But really? In, yeah. Instead, um, they Ohio um Ohio school dropped out. I mean, like, and um, Olympia Hills picked up Birmingham Brother Rice. I mean, Birmingham Brother Rice's next two games are against um, are against Olympia Hills and Lapeer. So that's gonna be very interesting games. So, in this game here, until the jury's out on Olympia Hills, I gotta take Birmingham Brother Rice. Yes. Where are you going? Same. You're going same. Oh yeah. Uh. Uh, Bloomfield Hills just it just seems like I can't figure them out mm-hmm. you know um, like what are you you move down you figured that would give them a boost it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be giving them a boost um, they're more I don't want to say they're more competitive it just seems more the same yeah so it seems like more the same we'll see, we'll see what they do but um, you hope they keep it close but I don't know if this is going to be a close one no I don't think it will be um, Avondale Pontiac uh, Avondale all the way. Pontiac is just still showing that they, you know, I thought the, uh, was it who they play last week? Uh, yeah. I thought that would be a look closer game, like points. <laughs> it didn't happen. And I, I just, I, uh, maybe Pontiac scores this week. 
I'm gonna take yeah, I'm gonna take Avondale. Um, Avondale Avondale's 0 3 as well, but I think they get the W. It's yeah. The Phoenix are just limping along. Yeah, so. it's gonna be a tough thought Wisner Stadium um in that one. Royal Oak at Rochester. This should be interesting. This is an interesting game. Um, my gut says Rochester because they're they're feeling it and they're ready. You think they're gonna roll? Uh, yes, I think so too. I think Big Blue will roll in this game. Um, and then we have um the very interesting matchup. We got Berkeley and Troy Athens. This is a storyline game when you look yeah, at, yeah. of course, um when you look at. Of course, it's um Billy Keenis used to knows both these programs. Yep. He coached at Berkeley for one year. Um, was a long time off OC at um Troy Athens, and then um took and then he was at Berkeley for one year before taking over the um gig at Troy Athens. Yeah. Um, when you look at this game on paper, and you look at the great individual matchup between Wade Ashman at running back, um, going against a very good Berkeley defensive line on the other side of things you got Ian Domowski at quarterback going up and you have William Saris the other running back um this sets up to be a really interesting match going up against some coach Brown's defense so this sets up to be really interesting who do you have because it's one of those this is a pick'em game it is you know and it's at Troy Athens you know what I mean so that makes it really interesting that gives you seven usually Mm -hmm. (laughs) um I'm gonna take Berkeley in this one I'm going to take Berkeley. I just think that Berkeley's got enough um, offense to figure things out. Um, Troy Athens going to give them everything they have. Um, but I think Ashman will score some in this game. Oh, yeah? Who do you got in this game? See, my gut tells me. Uh, you and I are together. My, you know. Yeah, we um, can go opposite. But I'm going to go opposite. I, I, think, I think this will be a very tight game. Um, so I'll go with the... Uh, with Athens. You're going Athens. Yeah, but I'm saying like three. Yeah. It's going to come down to something late, a mistake or a miscue or something like that. But these teams, this is going to be a fun game to see the outcome. This is, like you said, it's a pick em. Yeah, this is basically And pick I em. love pick em games. There's another pick em here either. Troy at Ferndale. Both <laughs> teams were blown out last week. Both teams yeah. were just humiliated. Taking yeah. the woodshed. Yeah. I mean... It's hard to. It's at Ferndale. <laughs> Troy's fifteen and one all time against Ferndale, but this is a different Eagles team. Troy's hard to figure out, man. I thought maybe they turned the corner. You know, I was feeling good for them the last, the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. Scored some points. You know, looked uh, improved, mm-hmm. right? But uh, I think they took a step back in week three, and I think they take another one in week four. I think they're going to take another step back here. And the reason why I say this is I think Ferndale's better than people think. I mean, when you look at the Eagles, yes, they took a humiliating blowout at the hands of <laughs> Allen Park. Yes. You and I both know how good Allen Park is. Yes. Um, I just think when you look at Troy, I mean, everything, everything I looked at, they were a lot of promise. And then all of a sudden that step back against Berkeley. Now, hands off the, Ber- I mean, like, give credit to Berkeley tour they do. They played really well defensively in that game. And I know Coach Chris Frazier recognized that. Ferndale's a different animal. They're not a deep team, but they're very athletic. Yeah. I think Ferndale's going to give Troy a ton of problems. I think Ferndale's going to beat Troy. Big? Big. 
I think it's going to be big. If Troy can't figure out the defensive side of the ball, you know, it's showed that they can score if give they you know score. if they've got everything working for them. Mm-hmm. But it's the defensive side that if you're coming, if you're, Troy cannot get out if they if they're in a hole big early, they can't get out of it. No, they cannot. Now let's look at some rivalry games. Um, yeah, interesting. The battle, we have the Battle of Birmingham. Um, <laughs> this should be an interesting game. Both teams two and one. Um, this will be very interesting, especially because when you look at one side's really dominated this rivalry until the playoffs yes. last year. Um, where that was a shocker. Um, what are you viewing in this game? In this, the battle, of this Birmingham? is almost another pick 'em, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the I can't figure out Groves. I I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't. It's just one of those where you go, okay, Groves should be X. Right. And then you go see home. Well, they took the next step in the playoffs last year. Wow. They should be X. Mm-hmm. And it's not quite. Not quite. It, it's still, they're still trying to figure each other. Or mm-hmm. Each team is still trying to figure themselves out. Who are mm-hmm. they? What's their identity? And it's not like some of the other teams where you go, okay, we know exactly what you're going to get. We know who you are. And well, you, you better these, come to play because it's going to smoke each other. These they two do. teams know each other. You know what I mean? Except they run different systems. You know what I mean? This is a flip the coin, dude, because I don't know. I mean, I mean I, I don't, the, the win against Groves uh, taking down North Farmington isn't looking like that big of a deal now. No, it's not. I mean, um, I mean, Seaholm was embarrassed by Stony Creek. Groves' only loss was to Adams. Yes, and Seaholm takes down Adams mm-hmm. by three. It was three. a tight one. Mm-hmm. So are these guys lined up where you go, um, we looked at common opponents, but I don't know if that's going to help us here on the pick. I, no, it won't help us. Where's it at? It's in Beverly Hills. I hate to say that's the deciding factor. Oh, geez, I don't know. Groves. I'm going to see them. I think see home. You know, they're riding, they're riding high right now. They've got a lot of confidence. Um they're playing well right now. I mean, but this will be a good game. I mean, this is one of those you know. I like not knowing that it's going to be one way or the other. It'll be a heck other. of a game. Yeah. Next, this one could be a mismatch: <laughs> the Farmington Cup. Um, last year we talked about how huge of a game that was. Both teams undefeated in the blue. Yeah. Not so much this year. Both teams coming in with a combined one and five record. Yeah, and kind of limping. Yeah. Um, Very limping. I think Farmington has issues. Big issues. Uh, so north, north yeah. for me. And north I, for and me And I too. think it could be big. North, big. That right. Farmington Cup. You might as well keep it at. I'm North Farmington <laughs> High School. Get, get the engraving out right now. Yeah. Still got to play the game. Still got to play the game. Yeah. Still got to play the game. But yeah, I think uh, Farmington has issues that they've got to sort out. And then let's look at. Um, I want to go a little bit. I want to go this next game here. We got the um. We got Oxford at West Bloomfield. <laughs> um, I'm I I was impressed the way Oxford bounced back against Oak Park at home, mm-hmm. right? Showing tenacity, showing yeah. some guts. But uh, West Bloomfield is not Oak Park. No, and West Bloomfield coming off that heartbreaker of a, of a field goal miss to lose on the road at Clarkston. Uh, the Lakers are going to be angry. 
And you know what happens when West Bloomfield gets angry? Crocodiles stuff, bite. Stuff happens. Crocodiles bite. You know what I mean? And you think it's a win for the L boys. Yeah, I think it's um, – now West Bloomfield has something. They need to flex their muscle uh, just to say, yes, we – you know, because people are picking them top of the, you know, the top 10 lists and the rankings in the state and all. And then they limp out of uh, Wolves Stadium. So I'm looking at a big, I'm looking at a win. I think it's double digits. In the swamp. Yes. I think it's double digits. It could get ugly if Oxford makes mistake. I think this is going to be close for a half. Okay. But I think the L boys take it. And then I think. The L boys are going to be going like after their because they do like a pregame after the game to go L boys. Okay. L boys. Like I that. did not know that. <laughs> I'm taking West Bloomfield. Yeah. Not even close. Um, okay. Let's look at um, the Battle of Rochester, Stony Creek, See, Adams. Oh, 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 oh. So this is going to be, I think that's, I think this is the game of the week. Mm-hmm. I really do. Because, um, there's a lot of little storylines here to look at. Um, Adams is better than the record indicates. Yep. They're a tough team. Yep. Uh, they're at home, correct? Yep. It's at Adams. And Stoney is the upstart. Uh, last year. In fifth gear, last cruising year was down the highway. 14 in favor of them. Adams at Stoney last year. Adams is. Stoney's only beaten Adams once since, since they became a school in 2002. Yeah. The question is, right, this is the coming out party. We, we were saying, we were kind of saying that, we, I thought North Farmington, that might have been a coming up, but it's turning it's, out to be. No. Adams is a tough team. Yep. They're well-rounded. Run the veer. Yes. Uh, so they will be challenged, but will they, if, <laughs> if Stoney rolls in and blows out Adams, like for the fourth week in a row, they truck somebody. Watch out for Stony Creek. I've been telling Zach and Zach, and I know I, I know Zach and Zach pay attention to what we say about. Oh, Stony I hope Creek. not. <laughs> <laughs> but when you look at this game, I think this is going to be a shootout. Ooh. I really do. Okay. Stony Creek has never beaten Adams. At Adams. Yeah. And that says a lot. I think this year it changes because the play of Cameron Buf- the play of their line up front. I think their line is going to have a huge game against Adams. Okay. This is a 38-35 game in my opinion. Whoa, you really? Mhm. So you're you don't think Stoney's No offense to Gary Griffin's defense. Well, I was going to say uh so This is a 38-35 So Stoney's defense is uh, you think that's? Uh... I think they get exposed by the Veer really? in this game. I mean, and the kids know each other. I'm gonna take Armor up over, over the um, over the um guy who has the bagpipes. <laughs> I'm the taking Highlanders. Armor up. Yep. <laughs> so what? Okay. So what was your score again? You think? Thirty-eight, thirty-five. Wow. And then let's look at Oak Park South. A&T. Well, let me pick. Oh wait, sorry. My bad. <laughs> Stony by twenty. Ooh, I apologize. Why? I apologize to you. Why? I I I talked over your turn. No, no, you're cool. <laughs> Dude, it's your show. I'm just Ed McMahon. Ah. I, I push the button. Let's look at Oak Park and A&T. 
It's um, rivalry game. Both teams combined own five. So A and T is A and T is back. Yes. Okay. Uh, Pillow fight of the week. No. Um. I don't know about Oak Park, man. Oak I, I don't know what they are. I I just can't get a gauge. A and T. Um, we have a little idea. Yeah, I, I I might say A and T, but a close one. I'm taking Seven Oak Park. Points. I'm taking oh, yeah. Oak Park. I mean, I just think that Oak Park's got um I think Davion Prince can be a difference maker in that game. I really do. Um give me the um Knights over the Warriors. And then our last game here is Lake Orion and Clarkston. Does can Lake Orion find an offense against Clarkston? Now, you know both teams like to play time possession football. They do. Um we're at fifty two, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, they do. Uh, the the run game is very important to both teams. Mm-hmm. But what happened late in that West Bloomfield Clarkston matchup? Clarkson starting running back, a sophomore uh, phenom goes down. Hurt. It looked like a high ankle sprain, but I'm not a doctor. I don't know. He's grabbing his shin, so we'll see if he plays. I think he, he will. has to play. He don't has you to think? play. I think he has to play. He has to play because DePillo. You can't run him no, 30 times. You cannot. Because he they, they need him to stay healthy. Right. And I know they're back of running back personally very well. I mean, like, he's a... Well, he did pretty... He did Davis all right. Lurk, yeah. He's not a bad player. Um, It's not hard to run behind two... Uh, yeah, two, two monsters. monsters <laughs> up front. And then you have... That's not counting Owen Foster, Ben Hodge. Yes, and... And, um, and, and Cole the, Dillinger. Yes, you got guys that uh, on that line that are overlooked because of the two big guys. Mm-hmm. And um, and their defense, um, their linebackers are pretty darn good. Clarkson's, yeah, weren't they? In the, they besides were the, Stallworth, weren't I they mean, st- stuffing the holes for uh, the Stallworth, running game? Besides Stallworth, I really just I don't know. It looked like they were in the back of the in the backfield on West Bloomfield several times. I don't trust that linebacking secondary. Really, core. I don't. Well, really. secondary's different. Yeah, the linebackers. I yeah, I mean but, they they shut down West Bloomfield. I mean, yeah. Um. The thing that we both, I think, agree on is DePillo's uh, passing prowess. Yes, that's that could be an issue in this. I game. was supp- we were we were worried about it at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like it's improved. That could be an issue in this game. I mean, Lake Orion's got a very good defense. Would you say uh, Lake Orion's secondary is superior to Clarkson's? I think their secondary is very superior to Clarkson's. I okay. really do. I mean, it's going to come down to I think is. Can Lake Orion's offense find an offense? Can they find an offense? Because Clarkston, Clarkston, we know what they have. I mean, yeah. I mean, they got. I mean, their passing game. You know what I mean? Is is very subpar compared to the running game. Yeah, they're they're not going to. Well, watch. We see teams that do that where that's like, well, the passing is not the you know the main element in their offensive scheme. Mm-hmm. But watch them air it out. <laughs> You I'd be surprised if they do, you know, especially, yeah. you know, if Clark, if Blake Cozen gets involved in this game, um, you know, you can't rely on Logan Forbes, you know, in the passing game, in the passing game. You yeah. can't really rely on, you know, no offense to him. I know he's a good, good player, but I just think that, you know, for Clarkson, the thing is for them is time possession football. Yeah. Lake Orion has got big problems at quarterback. It got some problems at, um, you know, 
finding, figuring out what their offensive identity is. Is this a matchup of this game's going to come down, I believe, at least. I was going to ask you a question, but I think I answered my own. Is I feel that it's going to come down to the play of both both lines. I do. It's, both what teams is the matchup? Experience. Can they match up Lake Orion with Clarkston? I think they can, and I, I think they can because when you look at Lake Orion, this defense, you know, the defensive line, they're small, but they're quick. Clarkson, we know they're Can they big. fill the holes? Can they fill the holes? That's the big question. I'm a little concerned about the quarterback situation. I'm very concerned about that match. three-headed monster. If Lake Orion can settle on a quarterback in this game, I think they have a chance at Clarkson. They have a chance. Are they going to be the favorite on paper? Probably not. So when you look at this game on paper, I think Lake Orion finds a way and survives Whoa. by a field goal. But it would not be surprising to anyone if Clarkson blows out Lake Orion. It would not surprise anyone. But I think Lake Orion has just enough experience. If they make this into a low-scoring game, makes it a defensive affair. Don't you think that plays right into Clarkston's hands, though? Look what they did against when they shut him out in the second half, West Bloomfield. Sure, but if Lake Orion shuts down Clark, shuts down the pillow, low you know scoring. I mean? It's going to be a low-scoring game. 10-7? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, but I think Lake Orion's going to find a way and win this game. And I know a lot of people talk about Steve Rudnick, Clarkson's kicker, but Andrew Bryant's, got a, Andrew Bryant's got a leg. Yeah, that he can kick from mm-hmm. distance. Yeah, I think, you know, I think Andrew Bryant's going to be a difference maker in this game. I really do. Um, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But I just think, you know, Lake Orion's going to be, they're going to be, I think Clarkson's going to physically dominate this game because of up front. But Lake Orion's going to find a way in this game. I really do think that. You know, it's kind of very similar to what Stony Creek did yeah. to Lake Orion last year. <laughs> But I, they held I think Lake, that ball, I think Lake Orion's going to find a way to win this game. Um, I think I think Clarkson takes it. I think it's going to be like ten to seven, and the scoring's going to come early as they feel each other out, mm-hmm. and it's going to come down to like a maybe a field goal, uh, but also turnover is going to be huge. Whoever takes care of the football wins. Correct. Clarkston really didn't. Clarkston didn't turn over last week against West Bloomfield. No. West Lake, uh, Lake oh. Orion, they've got to take care of it. Yes, the they have to hang into it. All right, now everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Um, it's the same to me here. I'm going to sign off. Um, take care, everybody, and see you all next week, everybody. See you, Sam. Boy, and Al is produced by Sammy Terramita. The views on this show are his and mine alone. See, I updated it. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this was a good discussion today. A lot of fun. Week four coming up. Get out there, watch them games, or tune in. Please watch those games on public access. They're out there. It, more than ever, you can see these games live as they happen on YouTube. Check them out. That's it for OA Now. We'll see you next week. See ya.